Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am glad to be here, and I am grateful to be here. We have talked an enormous amount about meaningfulness, how to make each day more meaningful in your life and the lives of others that you serve and that you're around. And uh, last year, we introduced a book that I thought would help make my life more meaningful, and I can tell you that it really has, and that's the Empowered Wealth Journal. And I would say if I could summarize summarize in one word, sum up in one word, why this has been um, so meaningful to me is because of accountability. If you'll make yourself accountable to this system or any other system, truly make yourself accountable. Maybe you need an accountability partner. Accountability is something that we're learning is incredibly important for intentionality, being intentional with each day. When you start to hold yourself accountable, your days become more intentional and your productivity goes up. So um, we're starting to add in our private coaching now, we're starting to add intentional, what we call um, accountability mentors, uh, so that we can help hold each other accountable for our progress and where we're going. There's tremendous value in that. Uh, my, um, this is a new book for me I'll be walking through, but you can see my old one, how it kind of gets hammered. I, you know, over here, you know, whoops, it's kind of falling apart, but you, you know, you, it, it has served its purpose. And uh, so now I'm starting in on a new one and I'm reflecting on how I use this and how I get the best from it. Can I share seven things? I've broken it down into seven things that I think have made a difference for me or are making a difference for me. Some of these I've just been working on for just a short while. But I think that it will help you, and I'm curious to see what you have to say about it. First of all, where do we always start? We always begin in gratitude. So no matter what, that's, that's the overriding thing. Without gratitude, we become paralyzed. We really do. We fall off into another zone. Our productivity goes down. We're carrying excess baggage. Gratitude really opens the door, and true gratitude, where we don't expect anything in return. You know, systems, 94% of all success is a result of the system. So I carry this rock in my pocket. I pull it out frequently. I pause. There's times when I'm starting to slip out of gratitude. It only takes me 30 seconds now, maybe one or two minutes of just stopping and breathing and reflecting upon all of the things that I'm grateful for. Moving into where, how can I help someone else? How can I reach out and serve someone? Which is a gratitude in action. And if I can move into that space, it takes me out of that paralysis when times are tough. And we all go through extremely tough times. Maybe it's a tragedy, it's other threats or dangers that pop up in our lives. And as we go through these experiences, staying in gratitude gives us the ability to be able to walk through that fire and to be able to come out the other side and to remain creative or inventive. Um, So anyway, so number one, always begin in gratitude. So if you have to stop or be in gratitude, let's not begin, let's be in gratitude. Whenever you start to feel yourself slide, find a system. Even if it's a rock, grab it, hold on to it, bring yourself into gratitude, put it back, turn the lights on and go to work. Second thing, assess where you are frequently. We've talked about self-talk. Take the time at the ni- in the night or in the morning, whatever works better for you, and have a self-talk evaluation. Where am I now? Where am I going? Am I aligned up? Are my actions and my behavior and my timing aligned up with where I see myself in the future? What's going to make me the happiest? How can I have the most meaningful days? What can I do today or what can I do tomorrow to make my day most meaningful? Have that self-talk. Number three then is before you go to bed at night, when I'm filling this out for the next day, I actually I fill it out for that night and I flip it over and work on the next morning because I want to be able to have that ingrained in my head before I go to sleep. But decide on the small things. 
Decide on the small things. What am I going to eat? What time am I getting up? What am I going to wear? You know, think about the small things so you don't get, have to make those decisions when you get up in the morning. You'll fly out of bed. You'll know where you're going, what you're doing, how to make things happen. So you're going to dis decide to decide. Then think about your three things. Think about the three essential things. If you could only accomplish three things during the day, what would they be? And that's really on the morning questions. But I'm now asking myself that at night because that's part of putting and engaging my subconscious to work on it. So I may, I may have written during the day for, the, for tomorrow what I want essential to get done. But at night, I identify the top three and park them up here so that they're part of my empowering question, part of my night's sleep. I can just kind of let it go. The next thing you do is you do want to have a good night's sleep. And so I've been focused on getting better sleep. I'm a good fall asleeper. I'm not a good stay asleeper. I can fall asleep for three, four, five hours, but then boom, I'm awake. And so how do we stretch that out to seven and eight hours? I would suggest that you do everything possible. There's a lot of great studies now on how to sleep longer. I'm implementing those. I'm finding that I am getting six, seven, and sometimes eight hours of sleep. Part of that's by going to bed earlier, leaving the technology earlier, not working so late. But, and getting my exercise in and eating right, all of that comes together to get a good night's sleep. The productivity soars when you get a good night's sleep. Sleep is essential, and they're discovering that even more so it's important. So what have we said so far? Stay in gratitude, right? Um, assess ourselves where we're at, so we're always asking ourselves questions. Decide on the small stuff before we go to bed. Review the three essentials for the next day. Now we're awake, and so you better ha you have your plan of action. You already know what you're doing and where you're going. Now, for me, visualizing the day at that point is critical. So I have a process that I call PMED, prayer, meditation, exercise, and diet. My Pringle is 15 steps. If I walk 15 steps from my bed to my study, then I can go right into prayer. Now, my suggestion with prayer, for those of you that do pray, it's more like visualization. I, I you know... Prayer for me, for a lot of people, for myself, I can only talk for myself. Prayer for me has been, historically, I'm ashamed to say, more of a delegation to God. God, please help me to have this. Please take care of this for me. Please help me to go here. Please bless this food that will make me healthy and strong, and then I eat a bunch of junk. So my prayers have transitioned into visualizing myself healthy and strong, and then feeling his assistance and being able to be there. Thinking of my children, my grandchildren, and seeing them in my mind's eye as healthy and happy. And uh, instead of just asking, ask, you know, just thinking to myself, what can I do to make them healthy and happy? So that's part of the, I combine prayer and meditation together. Then I've got my exercise for the day, and it's programmed, by the way, when you, these things like, get them programmed on your calendar if you're going to get them done. And then eating right. And in that order, I do eat right. So starting out for me is visualize the day. You can make any variation of that that you would like. You can include prayer or meditation, but you must take time to visualize the day. See the outcome. See the people that you're meeting with. What do you know about them? What do you appreciate about them? What do you want them to know? How do you want them to feel? What do you want them to do? Those are all in the journal. Those questions are all in the journal. Okay. And then Pringle, 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 Pringle. Motion, 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 motion. In other words, when you sit down, and even sometimes the night before, start a project. Just If you're going to write a book, write down two lines and then do it the night before so you can get a head start. But I found that pringling on the, my top three. So pringle on your top three. So once I sit down in front of my computer, I think sometimes I think, oh, you know, I better do luminosity. I, you know, because it exercises my brain. 
Well, I found that if I make that first, it pulls me away from my top three. So I've decided to move it into the day for when I need a break and schedule it so that it's just a block time and you move into it at that time. Get right into your top three as early as you can during the day. Get right into one and just be in motion. Tell yourself, ask yourself, what's the smallest step I can take today that will move me closer to that? And you'll find that you'll be able to move closer. You'll have greater success. So those are my seven things. You might want to listen to this again and write them down. But uh, they're helpful to me. I'm always open to learning from you. I hope this is helpful. Have a meaningful week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.